Hello, and welcome to The Goldmine, where you can find new investment insights from your favorite financial writers every day. Hi, I'm Barry Ritholtz, and this is, is it a tech bubble or just a sector rotation? Investor sentiment tends towards reactions and overreactions to whatever just happened. Since the big COVID crash last year, the giant move off the lows in the S&P 500 index, the even bigger moves in technology on the NASDAQ, and the combination of Bitcoin's monster gains and the latest non-fungible token craze has people seeing bubbles everywhere. Over the years, I have learned to be self-aware of my first knee-jerk response to any sort of trading idea. If your first reaction to something is, ugh, hard pass, ask yourself how much of the crowd has had the exact same reaction. You have to apply second-level thinking, according to Oak Tree Capital's Howard Marks. This applies to turnaround stocks as the collective emotions carry prices too low. I wonder if it also applies to novel products or new asset classes. The fear of the new and unknown can be very powerful. Regardless, a lot of the present sentiment is courtesy of the move off the lows to new market highs. The current run-up has people swearing these gains over the past 12 months are a sure sign of the bubble. Jim Reed of Deutsche Bank does a survey of his clients, and he recently reported 90% of respondents believe that U.S. technology stocks and Bitcoin were both in a bubble. I'm less sure about that. Perhaps some context can help explain why the crowd seems to see bubbles everywhere it looks. The one-year anniversary of those market lows in March 2020 just took place. From the lows to the recent peak, the S&P 500 gained a 74.8% run-up over 12 months. That, that could be the biggest one-year performance we've ever seen. But what's the significance of 12 months? What does the fact that it takes that long for the Earth to do one orbit around the sun have anything to do with stock prices or whether or not we're in a bubble? That 12-month period lacks context because it cherry-picks a measurement off the exact lows. How about if instead of 12 months and up 75%, we consider the preceding, I don't know, 13 months? It turns out that over that period, the S&P 500 is up only 17%. What a difference a, a month makes. A little bit of context is the difference between 75%, an incredible and unsustainable gain, and 17%, a kind of ordinary uh, run-of-the-mill 13-month gain. Why is 75% so misleading? Well, the market had a fall 34%, and once an asset falls that much, it takes a 52% recovery just to get to break-even. And from there, momentum and trend followers take it up a little higher. 17% over a year is not a bubble. The fastest 30% drop and fastest recovery, that's going to create anomalies in the market. And sure, you can cherry pick whatever time horizon you want, but 75% versus 17%, what sort of a month was that difference? Well, we know it was the collapse and the rebound. It's also worth noting that not all sectors in the market move in lockstep. This is true when markets top, as any 2000-era chart shows, or when markets bottom. As Deutsche Bank's Jim Reed points out, quote, 
The spectacular tech bubble burst in March 2000 and by year end had lost more than half of its peak value. The S&P 500 only fell around 10% in that same year. Six of the 10 sectors in the S&P were higher in the year 2000, including utilities, which were up almost 52%, healthcare up over 35%, and financials up over 23%. When we look at the frothy market peak at the end of March 2000, only two non-tech sectors were up for the year. So before the bubble peaked, there had been a move away from the old economy into tech. When the tech bubble burst, there was a huge rotation back into the old economy, even if the overall index traded lower, unquote. The key observation here is that behavior among different sectors changes at tops, bottoms, and middles. This is true for markets, and it's true for economic cycles as well. For those who see bubbles everywhere, I suggest you strongly consider the possibility of a normal rotation as the COVID-19-induced recession comes to an end and the recovery post-pandemic ramps up. We should expect to see rotation out of some sectors like tech and work-at-home stocks and pharma and into other sectors like energy and financial and travel. This makes sense when you consider how concentrated the gains were during the lockdown, the rotation away from lockdown stocks and towards economic reopening is perfectly rational. Context matters. For more from me, check out The Big Picture at Ritholtz.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is brought to you by Ritholtz Wealth Management. Clients of Ritholtz Wealth Management may maintain positions in the securities mentioned on this podcast. If you're new to investing, check out liftoffinvest.com to get started with us today. Sally.